0: Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications, upvote, comment, join our subtext community. All those things would help us out, and we'd be very appreciative of it. We're here with Derek Vandy-Griff. We're going to talk about Ole Miss baseball, who is kind of in it for Hoover at this point, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely in it. Uh, quite frankly, I'd be a little surprised if we didn't make it at this point. Uh, ended up doing what we needed to do. Got two this past weekend against Georgia. Uh, you know, we're we're going to Missouri this weekend, who, who we're tied for at the bottom of the SEC. Obviously, two teams don't make it, but uh, only a game, really a game and a half behind State since they have the tiebreaker over us. And, uh, you know, we're not that far off from Georgia either. We're... Uh, Two or three games back of them right now, and uh, you know, they, state and and Georgia both have much more difficult schedules than we do moving forward.
0: Yeah, would you say that this weekend there's kind of do or die for this baseball season? Um, basically, if you go up to Missouri, you sweep them. Hoover is completely in play, and everything oh, yeah. kind of is in front of you. If you, but if you were to go up there and get one of two, if Missouri were to win that series, it, it would be over, right?
1: uh i wouldn't go so far to say it would be over no uh just because of how difficult again mississippi state schedule in particular is moving forward to ver- first be able to jump them uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you you really need to go get at least two. I personally expect a sweep going up to Columbia this this weekend. Uh, go ahead and get three this weekend. And if you do that, I mean, you're in unbelievable shape to at least make Hoover. And, you know, then you get Auburn coming to town after that. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they've won a single game in Oxford in baseball since 2014, you know. So uh, you, if you turn around and, and sweep them again, keep that trend going, then you go to Alabama – for three games for a chance to get to 14 and 16 unbelievably uh on the year for this baseball team. Uh, You know, it's, it's obviously a tall task to even get to that point and it's not worth talking about right now, but, uh but yeah, I mean, there's still a lot to play for Uh and, and a lot of credit to Mike Bianco and these players too. I know we touched on a little bit Tuesday in the Twitter space. I mean, these, these guys haven't given up, they're still playing their tails off out there. They're giving it everything they got. So, uh, you know, Kudos to them, these young guys. You see a bunch of them growing up right before our eyes right now, and uh, still a heck of a lot to play for because we're we're right there in reach to get to Hoover, and if you get to Hoover and get in the tournament, you know anything can happen. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. It's it's kind of interesting to think about um, exactly where yeah. this team was because they were let's see, five and sixteen, right? That that that's what they are yeah. at the moment. Thing. Last year they were uh-huh. seven and fourteen,
1: so it's a two-game, a yeah.
0: little bit more difficult two stretch. there,
1: yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and and again, just kind of going back to this Hoover conversation. Uh, you know, we talked about Missouri State and Georgia being the teams that that were really battling to to jump to get into that conversation. Uh, Missouri has us, obviously, this weekend, and they welcome Georgia into Columbia next weekend. So so that's a big one for Ole Miss, too, because one of those two teams are, is going to lose two games next weekend, right? And then they finish up at Auburn, who's playing a lot better right now, which Ole Miss will play next weekend. Uh, but that one will be in Swayze, at least. Mississippi State has a bear of a schedule left, man. They they get Arkansas at home this weekend, then they travel to LSU and then get AM at home to close the the uh schedule for them. So I mean they they've got nine really, really tough games. Uh they're they're really really in danger of missing Hoover. And then Georgia, you know, they they get Tennessee this weekend, and then go to mizzou like we talked about. And then they close with the home series against LSU. So those those, that, that Tennessee and LSU series, I mean, that that's a potential for six losses with the way that those two teams are playing. Those two teams, Tennessee and LSU, are really peaking at the right time right now. Uh, Tennessee's going to be a real problem for whoever they end up getting into a regional with and matched up in a super regional. I mean, they, they kind of have that old Miss feel from last year right now with the team that kind of – underperformed throughout the conference late earlier in the year, and they're, they're really turning it on right now, and you know how much talent they have. So, uh, and and Ole Miss, you know, we have the easiest schedule of all of them, Missouri, Auburn, Alabama. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of lined up for Ole Miss right now, and, you know, you just keep going out there, playing the best you can, keep keep playing hard. Good things are going to eventually happen. They, they kind of have to. That's kind of what I said Sunday with that Georgia game, you know, uh, somebody said, well, you know, it's a good thing he dropped the ball because he would have been out at home plate. Well, you know, we, we were owed that from from all the things that have happened this year. You know, it's about time one of them went our way. So so maybe that's a, a little bit of a swing for us right now. Keep playing hard and good things are going to happen for us. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And we're going to talk about the Mizzou series right now. But um, after that's over, we're going to talk about of this Ole Miss baseball team. And, I mean, I get Jacob Gonzalez is way up the draft boards and everything. But yeah. think about um, three or four players off of this team that have a really good chance at the next okay. level, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But first yeah. of all, let's let's talk about the Mizzou series, Ole Miss going up to Columbia, I believe. Um, and mm-hmm. I think Missouri swept Tennessee earlier this year. Um, yeah. And they have five total
1: wins in the conference. So
0: it's bizarre. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to lead off with. You know, they 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 had that first series of the year end up sweeping Tennessee, and they had a really good non-con too. They, they they played really well leading into SEC play, and everybody thought, well, you know, this. Mizzou team may not be as bad as we thought it was. You know, maybe, maybe they're not a bottom feeder in the SEC, and then they proceed to lose 16 of the next 18 league games. You know, I mean, this really been a struggle for them here lately. They've they've been swept the last two weekends by Alabama and Florida, so uh, they're 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 really struggling right now. And it really starts on the offensive side of the ball for them. I mean, they really can't hit a lick right now. They're they're really struggling at the plate. Uh, they're Dead last in average, last in OBP, last in runs, last in hits, last in RBIs, last in walks, and next to last in uh, slugging percentage and home runs. I mean, there's just really nothing on that offense that scares you uh, as as far as what they've done so far this year. Uh, so they're they're really scuffling at the plate. I mean, they've they've got one guy, third baseman Luke Mann. He's he's playing fairly well overall this year hitting 315 13 home runs you know uh 10 doubles i think it is so i mean he's he's got some pop that's one guy you need to look out for over there at the hot corner uh but they're 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 not hitting it particularly well they're not fielding it particularly well they're next to last in fielding percentage and errors uh defensively and uh with, with the pitching staff that hasn't been that good either. That's that's a problem too. They're they're three weekend starters. They only have one with an ERA below five so far this year. And I think his is like four sixty, so he's pushing it too. Uh so it's it's just a team that doesn't hit real well, doesn't field well at all, and really struggles pitching the ball too. You know, that's kind of the the best part about their team, but uh, you know, the way we're swinging the bat right now, surely we can put up some runs. And, uh, I've, I've actually been really encouraged the last few weeks with how Ole Miss has pitched the ball. You know, I've, I've been really impressed with some of these freshmen. They're, like I said, grown up before our eyes. Sonier was absolutely incredible, I thought, Sunday for us against Georgia. You know, he pitched that Tuesday game against, uh, uh, Mississippi State, you know, he, he only went, I think, three innings, if I'm not mistaken. That's kind of when I started thinking that that he would be in the weekend rotation after we pulled him. He pitched pretty well that game, too. right? And then comes out against Georgia and, you know, six innings, one run ball. Uh, what was it, eight or nine strikeouts, I think it was. I mean, just just a really, really good game. It was really good to see him get a little bit of confidence built up. And, uh, you know, our man Jack Doherty back where he belongs. He's in the bullpen. Uh Struggled a lot Sunday, obviously, but but he threw a good a good bit Friday too. you know, Friday is where you saw his his true value, which mean you've been talking about for month, month and a half on this podcast, getting back in there. And whenever you need him on the weekend to go get anywhere between six and nine outs, whether that be Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, the first time that opportunity comes up, throw him in there and let him win a game for you. And that's what he did for us Friday. Went back to the well again Sunday. Didn't go super well for him. Uh, But, you know, probably Maddox came back. I thought he pitched really well in his first start back back in uh or his his first time back in over a year now. Uh, you know, fastball wasn't quite up to what it was his true freshman year. Uh, but I, I still think he was pretty sharp. Command was good, slider was good. Uh, you know, I I imagine we'll see a good bit more of him this weekend and moving forward as long as he doesn't have any setbacks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's change the subject real quick before we get out of here. What are give me four or five players off of this baseball team that you think have has a chance to really break through at the next level? Um,
1: Even though you told me not to do it, I'm still going to take the free space with Jacob Gonzalez, right? (laughs) I mean, that's if you if you told me that one guy's making the majors at off off this squad it's definitely jake gonzalez uh but you know you you look at a guy like kemp alderman uh i i can't remember who was on the calls when we were on uh espnu a few weeks ago but but they kind of compared his game to pete alonzo just because how big and burly he is and just how dang hard he hits the ball right uh and I've, I was kind of using Kemp Alderman earlier today talking to a buddy of mine because uh, they were talking about Will Furness. And, you know, Furness, I think's had a pretty good year so far this year considering he's a true freshman getting thrown into the mix here. Uh, you know, Kemp didn't see a lot of time his true freshman year because he couldn't lay off that breaking ball. That's something he solved. Uh, he's solved. He's gotten a really good eye at the plate. He walks more than he ever has uh and and when that bat ever gets on the ball he absolutely crushes it so uh that's that's obviously one one big thing with camping and he's super athletic too he's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for uh so that's that's a guy that i think will end up playing in the majors at some point um you know i've been really impressed ethan leger too you know I, I, I was. I wasn't ready to get all on board with him at the beginning of the year and throughout his struggles. But, uh, you know, he's he's really impressed me being able to get the bat on the ball. He doesn't strike out. That's one thing I think me and you talked about it, like I said, a month and a half, maybe even two months ago at this point, how little he struck out. And eventually those balls had to start finding holes, and they finally are at this point. Uh, so that's a that's guy I think can make a little bit of noise. Um, and then you've got Calvin Harris. I mean, that that guy just absolutely – crushes the ball now I, I don't think he's going to be a catcher moving forward uh you know he's he's struggled keeping the running game uh in in check a little bit for us but uh a guy that actually crushes the ball from the left hand side of the plate uh, uh just a really really good overall hitter doesn't chase balls and when everyone gets in the strike zone he he absolutely crushes it and then i think we got several pitchers here uh jack doherty i think is going to be a A potential major league player just because of what me and you always talked about you know it's it's so valued at the major league level now having that high leverage reliever be able to go get you multiple innings and not only come in and spell your starting pitcher but also save a bullpen too and that's one thing he's really good at so i think major league teams will will look at jfd and and see a lot of value in him too you know um you say Uh, that you're talking about High leverage relievers, um, and spring
0: training this year. I, I was able to, I was watching the Red Sox games, and there's Taylor Broadway, yeah, and uh, Broadway, man, yeah, and and I think that's probably the path that Doherty is on, really,
1: yeah, 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 100%. Really, really similar, throws hard, you know, he's got that really good breaking ball to go with it, and uh, you know, we we've sold Taylor Broadway's. Do two and three innings at a time, multiple times during a weekend, you know, during that super regional run that ended in Arizona a few years back. You know, that was really the only arm we had out there and and might get going to him over and over again. Uh, Taylor's a really good player, a uh, really good pitcher and one that, quite frankly, probably isn't talked about near enough as far as one of the better relievers we've had in Oxford just because of how much of a workload he ended up taking on during his career, especially the back end of it. Thanks for
0: making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is Friday on the show. Tom Vanderford's going to come on, talk a little bit about Ole Miss baseball. He asked me about Hoover. He got kind of got good to go. But we're also going to talk about football because we always talk about football. So, Tom Vanderford, Friday. Derek, thank you very much for stopping by today. Um, hope you have a great weekend and enjoy the baseball, man.
1: Appreciate it, buddy. Hi, Toddy. Hotty, toddy.